Radio. There's a record button here now. Okay, fine, <laughs> Where is that record button? <laughs> they keep moving the shits. All right. All right. Hello, Checky Checky Squiggles. Okay, we're good. Checky Squiggles. Checky and Squiggles. Adding Izzy to the mix. Hello? Hello. Oh, hello. It's the guy who sends me red videos. He's really puffy. He's squishy pants, squishy his cheeks. That's great. Whenever I see something that is a rat video, I was all like, well, Izzy's got to get this. I love rat videos. Continue thinking that way. <laughs> and, and don't forget goats. Apparently she loves and them goats. shits. Hey, I used to raise them and show them. I had show goats. Oh, well, then I will I will definitely send goat videos your way. I will purposely go out of my way to find <gasps> goat videos. Guys, hear me out. Showgirls 3, show goats. Oh, shit. It's Versace, but they're pygmy goats. <laughs> Is it because they're all out of work and they're doing goat yoga? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Versace. It's Mancha. <laughs> That's a type of goat, right? La Mancha. La Mancha. Fuck, I was close. You were Fickle. Those are the alien ones. Ones with no ears. Yeah. Pickles wants your nuts. Of course he does, because he's Pickles, and he knows I'm not paying him any attention whatsoever, because he's old and nasty and don't nobody want him no more. And you peed on my new futon. Yep. For real? Well, the wood part. When we're setting it up. Oh, yeah. Well. Bad. Just pees on everything. So guess what, bitch? I'm gonna pee on you. (gasps) You're not gonna know when. You're not going to see me coming because I know you can't see past like three feet in front of you, blind ass. I can't see past my kind of rock. Who's saying that? Sounds like you, Steve. <laughs> it also sounds like change, and I fear it. Oh, no. He's, this is the cat who Steve gave me a new TV when I was like living in my apartment. I hadn't had a TV for, I don't know, like six months. Not like a terribly long time, but a decent amount of time. Uh, Pickles was so upset by it that he went in and puked all over my comforter. Like, oh, projectile no. vomiting. Frodo Remember? has... V- Frodo vomited, like, on Halloween Day twice, and I don't understand why. Because he's not eating anything new, and yet he vomited twice, but I think, I think the culprit is that he tried to munch on a fabric softener sheet that fell out of the dryer yeah that'll do it or random ass plants or various bugs or just jumping up and down on everything she's chasing a bug speaking of get her and running away like a bitch (laughs) i I, I see how it is i can hear her (laughs) (laughs) it moved super right away it's not one of the tasty ones it's one of the nasty ones bye poe puked the other day but it's because uh, I was uh, I was having cramps, so I took a CB, uh, CBD bath. Yeah. And when I got out of the bath, like it has like a ton of CBD oil in it. She came over and was like licking my leg. Oh gosh! <laughs> and then uh, so and she, then she proceeded she... to go take a nap and then puked a little bit and then took another nap and then was fine. Of course, <laughs> I remember my first time getting high. Bitch ass cat. <laughs> oh my gosh! Steve, don't you remember what? pickle cbd oil set on the side that some pets may feel uncomfortable (laughs) i think Poe was just feeling uncomfortable (laughs) you've all been there am i right 
Uh, yeah, last time you got high, you were very uncomfortable. Well, I didn't know I was being <laughs> fucking doped by your friend. You knew you were taking, a, you were eating a pot cookie. You I didn't was know eating, it was gonna be like I was eating a pot cookie. Those. I didn't know it was gonna be a. Hey, make sure you're wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. That's the last time that, like, Jack and our friend Cody duped me. They're like, no, you'll be fine. You'll be yeah. fine. Get him, get him a Donatello. Yeah, let me, and, uh, and... Let, let me, let me set the stage for my situation. <laughs> I've been spent in the past, I don't know, three weeks packing up boxes, get ready to move, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. This was, like, the last day. Like, oh, yeah, we load up these last boxes, head out the next day. It's going to be great, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no anxiety whatsoever with whole Jeez. moving across states and shit. Uh-huh. Um, and then it's like, okay, well, we're going to have a little going away party. It's going to be great. Sid's going to come. Sid's going to come. It's going to be great. He's a good shit. We love him. He's bringing brownies or, or you know, cookies. just little cookies or whatever. Cool. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I put a little, uh, little THC in there. I put half as much as I did last time because pothead friends of mine were tripping the fuck out. Somebody had to go to the <laughs> hospital last time. So yeah. he did half dose. Yeah. He tried oh, to get Steve to lovely. eat two. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to have and just I, one and oh, and maybe like, a beer Steve, or so. Just have one. Cause it's Sid. Sid has an amazing tolerance. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> years of practice. I was very nervous all night. Looking around at people I know and love and just like, what are all these people doing here? I got boxes to pack. (laughs) You and Katie were in a dark corner. Yeah, we were. They kept both coming up to us going, I'm very uncomfortable right now. Is it like 85 (laughs) degrees in here? Because I'm sweating. And they're like, (laughs) Like, no, no. it's like 60. You should probably wear a coat. Like, no, that's not happening. Isn't isn't that the lovely point where you're like, I am sweating, but I am freezing also at the same time. (laughs) I'm so happy, but I'm so anxious. Yeah, so it was a lovely party, and everybody left, and we basically got packed up, and uh, I decided to pull up on the tablet. We're going to watch Clue. You've seen Clue like a hundred times. Clue is a great movie. Clue's going to be fun. Steve, the whole movie, I'm very worried for Tim Curry right now. I'm very worried. And I was like, babe, you've seen this. You know what happens. He was like, but which one is it? And I'm like, it's not this one. It's all of them. But, like, but what about Tim Curry? Is he going to be yeah. okay? He's the only one I care about. Fuck Mark Mull or whoever the fuck else is in that movie. He was very worried for Tim Curry. <laughs> is he going to be okay? to make Congo. You don't want me to fuck with the time continuum. He needs to bottle. <laughs> Poor Steve. But then you slept really good. Oh yeah. Oh, slept like a fucking baby. It was great. Jeez. Again, space-time continuum. I think Dude, I jumped it. And poor Katie. Poor Katie had the same dose you did, and she's a third your size. Yeah, yeah. Katie's legit, like, 4'11", maybe 100 pounds. Mm, that that does not bode well. Yeah. <laughs> she survived. So what I'm saying is we need to make more pot cookies so we're immune to its powers. <laughs> I've never been Slow high, and, steady and I'm doses. prone to anxiety, so... Uh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I was uh, gonna, I was gonna do it, and then I was like, you know what? Not this round. Like one of us should be sober. That's patreoncom movies <laughs> if you want to help keep pickles high, because apparently his he parents get, can't stand it. He doesn't get the THC; he just gets the CBD. Yeah, that's true. Old ass bitch. It helps him see colors when he sleeps. <laughs> yeah. You, none of you have worries anymore because all of your worries are mine now. <laughs> I have to. I am consuming all of the worries. I am a worry vampire. <laughs> 
The nightmare began with Silent Night, Deadly Night. Need a ride, Santa Claus? Oh, no, not exactly. But it isn't over yet. In fact, the ultimate nightmare is about to begin all over again. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. All Ricky ever wanted was a little kindness. And all he ever got was pain. Now he wants revenge. And this time... Garbage day! He's going to get it. Step by step. Weapon by weapon. Victim by victim. The terrorist's coming home, and he's all grown up. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. I've got a present for you! Terrifying suspense shocker you've been waiting for. Last time it threw you. This time... Silent Night Releasing Corporation presents Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Missy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Santimonium, the Santa Claus Month. Sounds good, right? Yeah. Hey, ex-retail worker. I love Christmas. Yeah. Especially uh, Santa. Santa. Um, which you may wonder why we're talking about this movie. Guys, I I, I thought it involved Santa. Sandy Claus. That is 1987's Silent Night, Deadly Night, I mean, Part 2. It, it does. It, it is actually very Santa-centric. Santa it sure is. trips everything off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but babe. Steve. We're not alone for this one. <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> because with us, we have Drew from the Real Feels Podcast. Woo! Welcome, Drew. Am I wasting your time, Doc? Your precious time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ricky. Oh, <laughs> oh Ricky. <laughs> oh, we'll get to those scenes. But <laughs> Steve, we're far too sober to talk about this movie. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, what do you got to drink over there, babe? I have from Anderson Valley Brewing Company, who's been ball horning since 1987, <laughs> right. the Boot Ember Ale. Ooh. And it has a picture of a bear with antlers. I believe that's a beer. It's a beer! <laughs> Uh, yeah, I seem to remember reading about the ball horn in when we were at Anderson Valley, and it's like Northern California yokel for like having a good time or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Right. They play frisbee golf at their brewery. Yeah. So I'm gonna pop the stop. 
my top. Nice. And the porn. <laughs> and Pickles just uh, stabbed Steve in the junk. Just drop kick me right in the balls, because fuck that cat. Hey, beer. Hey, this is a beautiful amber beer. Super clear. Has a off-white foamy head with a lot of uh, medium-sized bubbles. Medium-sized bubbles make me happy. Yeah. Steve's gone in for the sip. Mm. Yep. It's a nice amber ale. Uh, mm-hmm. Malt forward, a little bit of like caramel notes. Uh, kind of a piney. I was looking at the 5.8% alcohol by volume. I forgot oh, to okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember I got this at the liquor store. Yeah, 5.8%. Yeah, just sneaky, too. You could drink this mm-hmm. all day, no problem at all. Uh, Absolutely. Speaking of drinking all day, Drew, what are you doing over there? Ooh, I have a, uh, I have a little glass of Buffalo Trace bourbon at the ready. It seemed like that was that's what was Mother Superior was about to pour herself before she dropped <laughs> the glass. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't uh, some sacramental wine? I, you know what? It might have been wine. It looked a little too brown, but that could have been the coloring of the filming. Who knows? Yeah. Is there a sacramental whiskey? Because there should be. Oh, there should be. Mm, honey. Yes, there should be. Our priest's Irish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Lenny, I got a point there. As somebody who's gone to AA uh, to, to help out a few few people, Including heard herself. some stories. Oh. <laughs> guys i'm not part of the program we're not there yet <laughs> you gotta admit you have a problem what will you kill that bug oh my god okay yes i will completely focus on oh, oh jesus christ <laughs> uh, sorry we uh we have box elder bugs here which don't eat anything don't bite just fly around stupidly live in trees during the summer and in the winter are looking for just a warm place to sleep they Literally don't do anything except for fly at your head. And they're everywhere. Oh, they're fucking they look, everywhere. They're everywhere. They look horrible. They don't do anything, though. They don't stink. They just leave a, like, red smear. They don't bite. They don't... They, they're, But they're everywhere. They're just... They're literally by the thousands, like, trying to come into my home. They leave a red smear? Is that, like, their poop? No, no that's no, when you that, squish them. Yeah, when you squish oh. them, they're, they have red innards and they make a nice little poppy crunch sound. <laughs> Steve was popped a few near the mic. Uh, I think he's oh, yeah, edited that that's out. Right. I think during Podcart Fest, there was one right towards <laughs> the end. It was on the mic. It was like, Cluck. like, oh, God. Oh, and it picked it up pretty well. Yeah, they're part of the stink bug family, but they don't stink. They're just really obnoxious. Yep. That's actually, it's kind of funny because when I Googled it, it said, are box elder bugs bad? And it actually says, uh... No, they're not really all bad. Uh, they're just annoying. <laughs> yeah, they're nothing. They don't yeah. help anything. They don't destroy anything. They just apparently destroy my wife's psyche. They they just yeah. live in trees all summer and then try and come in your home in the winter by literally the thousands. Yeah, it says they, they I mean, they just, they may eat like leaves and seeds from different species of trees, but I assume that's just to survive, not, not naturally like, let's get rid of this, uh, you know, foliage on your lawn. Yeah, no, no, no. That like, like you don't even notice them most months out of the year, and then it starts to get a little cold, and the entire side of your house turns black and red. Hmm. Oh, you know what? They Speaking feed, of black and red, they're in my no. car. They feed on the seeds of maple trees. So mm-hmm. wherever maple trees are, burn them. They're going to be. <laughs> wait, wait, the box elder bugs don't live in the box elder trees. Box elder trees? Is that a thing, babe? Uh, I know. El- don't elderberries come from? 
No. Elderberries are a thing. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't you know, know. what? <laughs> We're not that podcast, and I don't care. So. <laughs> <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. From writer-director <clears throat> Lee Harry. Who's he, Steve? Oh, don't worry. I'll take care of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he apparently did this, a movie in 1991 called Street Soldier. Okay. Uh, a 2015 short. Uh, but there's also apparently on IMDb he's credited as the editor of the title sequence for 1994's Street Fighter. <gasps> Random. But <laughs> you're like, sure, why not? He edited just the intro for Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, I guess just the thing where like that logo pops up or something. I don't know. Uh, but based on characters by Michael Hickey and Paul Caney, uh, they apparently only did the uh, the first Silent Night, Deadly Night, aka the first half of this movie. <laughs> and <laughs> let's see, writers Joseph H. Earl, who did only this. And Lawrence Applebaum, who did this, but also produced a few other movies. Mm-hmm. Writer Dennis Patterson, only this, but apparently sound department for Lawnmower Man and Journey to the Center of the Earth. Oh, Winners. Right? <laughs> it says the director was in the film. Hold on, hold on. Oh. Nah, that didn't crack. It's Sorry, there was a box elder bug on the mic, and I was trying to get <laughs> a nice little sound. But... <laughs> They're in my house! I have to put blinders on my wife. All right, so. There's fucking bugs inside our house that are like half yeah, no shit. long. They're everywhere. Everywhere. They're fucking everywhere. There's also <laughs> other kinds of vermin, like these three cats running around. There's over a dozen fucking rats upstairs for some reason. Uh, oh, no. There's shrimp. Yes, there's shrimp. They're little sea cockroaches and I love them. Yes, sea cockroaches. And you love them. You have shrimp? Oh, do you not know about my shrimp tank? Oh my god. <laughs> they're freshwater cherry shrimp. They're in a three-gallon tank next to my bed. They're little tiny and they're red and they're super adorable. They don't taste like cherries at all. They don't, and there's no meat on them. They're like a quarter of an inch long each. They're kind Welcome of like to box the everything bugs. I learned from Movie Zoo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I also have a betta fish. Steve doesn't even notice her. That thing's still alive? Alright. So then... <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we got Eric Freeman starring as Ricky Caldwell, James Newman as Dr. Henry Bloom, uh, Jean Miller as Mother Superior. Mother Superior. You, you may know her from What Were They Thinking podcast. <laughs> uh, Drew, was this your first time watching this movie? Oh no. No, no. <laughs> this might be my fourth time watching Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. So you're an expert. Uh, well, I mean, expert is a strong word. Um, and so were I, you <laughs> I, I had gone through all of the remaining Silent Night, Deadly Night uh, franchise last December. and I, I saw there was at yeah. least five on Tubi. There's, are there five? Yeah, there, oh, wait, you no, know, no, there are five. There are five because there I, five? so I have uh, the first two on Blu-ray and the last three, they actually, I found a, like, DVD triple feature that has the remaining uh, three. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. The fifth one, uh, quite crazy. But you know what? I'm happy to see Mickey Rooney 
getting work. Mickey Rooney is in the fifth one. Yes, sir. They're like late nineties or something, or it is. That's a that's a fantastic question, Steve. It sure is. <laughs> oh, there it is. Nineteen ninety one. Oh wow. Oh man. So yeah, five years, five movies, or something like that. Yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Five, The Toy Maker. Oh boy. <laughs> which apparent which apparently uh rumor has it that Mickey Rooney was not sure exactly what type of film it was and they kept the title from him until it was made. <laughs> <laughs> until then it was just known as the toy maker. I don't know. <laughs> uh babe, how about you? Is this your first time? This is my first time watching this. This, this was also my first time. I had heard the legend on various <laughs> podcasts and stuff like that. And I had seen a few clips of scenes, you know which ones, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Ah, man, this is, ah, it's going to be fun. So yeah, we, we watched it on Tubi. I'm guessing you probably watched it on your special edition Blu-ray with director commentary. I, I haven't, I haven't gone through, this is the first time I cracked it open for this viewing. Uh, I had not watched the director commentary just yet. However, when they try, I know that they tried to get the brother for the 2014 release, but they couldn't get a hold of him. But now he's on the 2018 Shout Factory uh, release for the Blu-ray. Oh, nice. Good old Ricky. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of Ricky. All right, so we start off in a psych ward. And uh, Ricky's just, you know, smoking away in a psych ward. And and he's just sitting there smoking as the credits roll. And then uh, the orderly comes in and uh, he is giving Ricky the absolute shit eye the entire time as he's like bringing right? in a tape real to real tape recorder and <laughs> and then uh, Ricky like pulls out a lighter and the guy's like <gasps> you know, oh, he's so jumpy he's so jumpy around him yeah why does Ricky have a lighter Are, do you get lighters in like prison psych wards and stuff I assume that's where no. arsonists go not the last time I went I didn't get a lighter yeah I, I mean Drew is the expert out there in Bakersfield what <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, so then, uh, yeah, they set up tape recorder, shrink comes in, and, uh, the, he, he, like, tells the orderly to leave, and orderly's like, you sure about that? He's like, yes, now! Like, alright, whatever, I'll pick up your corpse later. Uh, <laughs> right? I'll tell you right now, if they, if they ever do any type of a remake, and they try to attempt to do Silent Night, Deadly Night again... Michael McDonald needs to play the shrink because yeah, he looks exactly Ma- like the shrink. Wait, Michael McDonald, the steward from uh, Mad yes. TV? Yes. Oh, okay. Compare, yeah, yeah, yeah. compare okay. them side by side. He looks like he looks like he could be Michael McDonald's dad. <laughs> we actually just saw him in a movie we watched for the first time called Carnosaur 2. Yeah! And it was amazing. <laughs> nice. Like, what is Stuart doing in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 95 was a hell of a time. But yeah, so yeah, Dr. Henry Bloom is in there, and he introduces himself, and uh, Ricky's like, fuck off, Doc! You know. (laughs) And then, (laughs) as Drew was demonstrating earlier, there are so many dramatic pauses (laughs) when they're talking to each other. (laughs) Oh, yeah, a lot of of pontification going on. (laughs) Uh, runtime, runtime, runtime. Nobody knows why. 
But I they, know they why. need to they need to draw it out. <laughs> they don't have a script. <laughs> We've only got thirty minutes of movie plus the first one, so we got to drag it out. So yeah, so they get down to business, and uh, Doctor Blue asks Ricky, "So, uh, tell me, who killed your parents?" Santa Claus. <gasps> and then we get a flashback to the first movie, the first of many for the first I don't know act and a half. Uh, 40 minutes 40 minutes i clocked it it's 40 minutes of this film so it's almost half oh yeah yeah you may guys may be wondering guy why'd why'd you start with part two because the first one is the first half of this movie and it's like cool we saved two hours all right (laughs) it's it's true though uh so yeah we can see a flashback and there's you know a nice little family drive through the mountains uh by the way shot in heber in midway utah Woo! what's in heber steve uh the heber creeper it's a train i don't know snow and mountains man <laughs> what's in most of utah <laughs> at least the east half. radiation Wait. Uh, that too <laughs> <laughs> as seen in the conqueror <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's where all the colors came from all right so they're driving Steve, along that's not the movie to make that statement <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh boy Sorry, finishing off my beer. A moment of silence for the cast. It's the dramatic pauses. It's okay. It's a dramatic <laughs> pause. Uh, so yeah, family driving, you know, just uh, <laughs> the parents, a little Ricky and his brother. Uh, what was the brother's name? Billy? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's Billy. Mother Superior refers to him as William. William, yes, yeah. And I'm like, oh no, there's a little baby. This is going to suck. Uh, but, you know, night rolls down, they're taking the back roads for whatever reason. Always turns out well for everybody, I highly recommend it. Um, and they see up ahead, oh no, it looks like somebody's car broke down, he's dressed as Santa. Oh man, we gotta help him out. Hey buddy, can we help you with anything? Yes you can, there's too many bullets in this gun! Pop, pop, pop! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, dad's like shot in the head, and, uh, Mm -hmm. mom, mom is, uh, taken out of the car, and, uh, I don't know, her breasts are exposed, um, and then she's yeah. slapped around a bit, and her throat is slit. Guys, what do we think of Silent Night, Deadly Night Part <laughs> Oh wait, there's more movie shit. Uh... <laughs> I, I just love the, I love the psychiatrist's response to him as he's sharing this story. He's all like, but how could you know this? It was so <laughs> long ago. <laughs> because, Doc, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, it's a traumatic event that destroyed oh, me for decades. Oh, no, no. oh, he says, like, I don't remember, but Billy did. Billy yeah, told it, me all Billy about told me it. everything. Even if Billy gave, like, detailed descriptions, it's it's implied throughout the entire movie that every, like, random flashback that's going to trigger him to start killing again is that as if he had seen it himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just picturing Billy telling his little brother, "No, they were pink, and they had like those little dimple things." You know, you remember mom's breasts, right? You were a child. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you remember you got, they were you your got favorite more snack. Uh, more recently than I did. <laughs> I uh, I will say I will say this: the young boy who played Billy in the first film, I think he actually has some real natural talent for reactions, like. His remorse when he, you know, apologizes and he's like, I'm sorry, Mother Superior. And then he runs away and hides in the room. I'm like, you know what? Give this kid like 
some type of credit. He's doing far better than some of the folks. True, true. And he's quite the artist, too, as we uh, see there at the orphanage. Oh, yeah. A decapitated reindeer? Why not? Yeah. I mean, it takes vision. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and of course, there at the orphanage, we are introduced to uh, Mother Superior, who is, you know, what you expect a, a nun running an orphanage to be, just, you know, ruler always at her side and ready ready to use it. And, uh, oh, yeah, and also uh, Sister Margaret. Uh, she's the... The, the kinder, gentler nun, the uh, the Julie Andrews of this movie, you might say. She, she's the good cop. Mother Superior, yeah, right. bad cop. <laughs> good cop, bad bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so we get to see... Oh, oh God, yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, Billy gets in trouble and he's, like, locked away in his room. But uh, Sister Margaret, she comes in like, well, I think you've been away from the kids for long enough let's go let's go play with the kids yeah yeah but little billy he hears noises down the hall and we know these noises (laughs) drew what happens (laughs) oh well little billy uh stumbles upon a a couple behind a locked not locked door but behind a shut door and they are getting it on Right, right there in the orphanage because that's what we do. Yeah, <laughs> all these bastards around me just gets me so hot. <laughs> yeah. How about we know. adopt? No, let's make one now. Yeah, we can just leave it here. <laughs> they have to take it. I get an employee discount if I drop You're one right. off. I'm not making oh, you trips. Yeah, so. I'll just drop it off on my way to work. Uh, but Mother Superior busted. Oh, yeah, fuckers. And, like, grabs his own belt to start whipping him. Yeah, beat the <laughs> sinner, shit out of Sinners, him. take your punishment. Very naughty. The naughty are always punished. Naughty, naughty. Uh, so then we uh, cut back to the psych ward, and we get something like, Well, Doc, maybe you'll be the one to finally break me, because you're Doc number 13. 13's oh. always been my lucky number. Oh, by the way, I... Don't sleep. Okay. Cool. <laughs> that, that sounds like a personal problem, sir. Yep. So then we hit the next block point point from the first movie when Billy turns 18. Yes. And uh, he becomes. He's got to go get a job and Mother Superior gets him a job. What is that job, Steve? Oh, well, he's like a stock boy at a toy store or something. Um, but of course, part of that job is. Uh, Dressing up as Santa. Yes, didn't read in the, uh, <laughs> didn't bother to tell the boss that, yeah, so a Santa raped and killed my mom in front of me. Oh, and also <laughs> shot my dad right in the head. I really am uncomfortable with this dressing up as Santa thing. Times are tough, man. <laughs> right. When he has to have the kids, like, sit on the lap and he's, like, the little girl's, like, uncomfortable and, like, fidgety. And he's like, stop it. Calm down. Stop it. Calm down. I don't bring toys to naughty little children. They're punished severely. Yeah. And then she like she like shrinks back and he gives her a candy cane. The mom off to the side is like, he's so good with children, isn't right. he? Do you think Santa's single? He's a natural. Yeah. <laughs> I imagined half like half of me imagined the fact that when she were to get up from his lap, there should have been like a little pea stain <laughs> right. on his leg. Well, I mean, like, he's sitting here saying, like, 
if you don't calm down, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Is essentially like what's being relayed to the yes. child. You'll be good or else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he's the best Santa. A bad Santa, you might say. And uh, <laughs> Naughty Santa. Oh, he's got the pee on his leg. It's like, is that yours or mine? <laughs> uh, but then uh, I got a, one of the nights they have a little employee party, a little celebration. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Everybody's getting shit foos. Yeah, even the boss is getting a little drunk and good times. Uh, but then uh, we see a couple messing around with some mistletoe. Oh, yeah. And they go back into the stock room. Yeah. And uh, we see, see <laughs> Billy following him back there. I don't know, catch a peek or just. I don't know, maybe he had punishment on his mind from the beginning. I, I think he just wanted to watch in, at the beginning, but then... Uh, I, I think he might have had eyes for her, but she didn't really notice him because he's the new guy. And the other drunk employee who's taken the girl back there, he's getting a little hands across America, yeah. and oh. she doesn't want any of it. But, of course exposing her breasts like let me uh, that's just like the trigger apparently yeah. oh god Ooh. this poor guy at a strip club he's like no mom <laughs> so yeah he starts having a flashback of his mom and then he goes naughty and uh andy and the girl they're like what what, what the fuck's happening and uh, basically billy takes uh, some nearby christmas lights and Fucking hangs Andy with them. Yeah. Awesome sauce. And then she's like, starts attacking him like, oh my God, what have you done? Ah, he was only trying to right. beat me. <laughs> I know. You You horrible monster. So, How dare you kill yeah, so him? She's attacking him also, still topless. Why not? Naughty punishment. Uh, Drew, what what did he stab her with? We were, because uh, I was expecting to be like a sharpened I'm candy trying... cane or something, but I never saw it. I'm trying to remember from the first movie exactly what he stabs her with, but it it almost looks like he's he's going he definitely stabs her in the gut, and it might be like a candy cane or like a broken uh, decoration. I cannot remember what he stabs okay. her and with, they, but he stabs he stabs her yeah, in the and stomach. And they definitely like seem to edit around it in this this version because yeah. you, you don't <laughs> know it was a Coca Cola can they just yeah. couldn't show it. Right, <laughs> they didn't get the sponsorship. Okay. <laughs> It was like a broken Mountain Dew bottle, but it's like, ah, uh, Pepsi said no go. No? Nobody? Okay, fine. And then, so, so then, uh, oh yeah, then he like goes outside and the boss is still drunk and uh, yeah, he ends up like, oh, that's right, he hit him with like a hammer. Like, stop, hammer time, clack. And then, uh, I, I don't know if it was the boss's wife or just some old lady there, she uh, she gets the, the axe. boss's wife. Because yeah, it was like, hey, Ron, I'm leaving. Oh, no, no, no. I don't, I don't think it was the boss's wife because she keeps referring to him as like Mr. So-and-so. Uh, I think she's just like a, like a higher up employee, maybe even like a manager. Okay. But I love, I love the boss being drunk. He's like, you're going to be Santa Claus, right? Because you know what Santa Claus does. Come on, you know. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he checks his list twice or something yeah he gives it to his boss up the ass <gasps> <laughs> hammer time yeah. <laughs> and then uh wait no he gets the axe and then yeah he's chasing the the lady around and uh then like pulls a bow and arrow out of somewhere and he hits her with it yeah right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh but then uh 
Yeah, we cut back to Myron Day and Ricky's like, but it wasn't Billy's fault. It was Mother Superior's. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's it's always the blame shifting. Oh, yeah. Always. <laughs> but then we don't have time for that. We cut back to the first movie where there's two people fucking on a pool table. <laughs> and <laughs> the the babysitter and her boyfriend who showed up. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> They're, they're about to do it right there on the uh, the billiards board, and uh, all of a sudden, oh, I hear a jingle. That means the cat's ready to come in. I'd be like, I don't give a shit. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Pickles. Your little jingly bell. I wouldn't give two shits. I'd still go balls deep. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Babe, I just need like one more. Uh, never mind. All right, you're good. Go. Hey, you can get the cat now. Get off me! Don't touch me! <laughs> Don't even look at it. All right. So then, but then uh, Billy, uh, yeah, the cat comes in. She's like, "Oh, what are you doing here?" And then Billy starts axing through the door, king, king, king. And of course, she's still topless, running around. Oh my god! Oh, what are you doing here? And uh, Drew, how how does she meet her untimely demise? Mm, probably one of the most satisfying deaths out of. You know what? I, I want to say maybe both the first and the second film. And she gets rammed through the deer-mounted head on the wall, antlers straight through her, which f- physically it shouldn't work, but I don't care. It does It does not matter. <laughs> there, that would require several bolts and the beam is to support the head, yeah, I plus mean, the head it, holding It up doesn't, and, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work, but who cares? Who cares? Hey, uh, a side note. I did check in on the girl who died in the back of the department store. He slit her stomach open from belly button up with a box cutter. Ah. Uh, okay. That'll do it. Okay. 9-11, you hacks. Wait. Uh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, too soon? Right. Wait, wait. I'll wait another 20 For both the movie and the event. Ah, Okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, future Steve, edit that shit out. All right, so <laughs> so then the boyfriend comes down like, "Babe, we're gonna boat or what?" Ah! and then like grabs like the fire poker, starts beating the shit out of Billy with it. But then I don't know, he stops for some reason without double tapping. So then Billy, uh, I don't know, chokes him out with a phone cord, and as I've ran down, oh, now he's topless too. A little something for the ladies. Then he, he then he throws him yeah. through a window. I yeah, that seems to be. He just yeets his ass out a window. <laughs> Although that that might be one of my an additional favorite moment right after that kill in the first film. A little girl wakes up and sees him as Santa, and she's like, "Santa, what are you doing here?" And he gives her the box cutter that he killed the girl with from the department store as like a oh, gift. Nice. Saying like you need you need to be good. Here, hold this for me. Get my fingerprints right. off it. Hold this crucial this crucial piece of evidence. <laughs> That's amazing. Get your DNA all over it. Anyway. Uh, oh god. Okay, so then we cut to another scene where uh, police are driving around. I can't believe there's an APB out on Santa Claus. Wait, who's that? And they see somebody dressed as Santa climbing up a ladder through a window. <laughs> Oh my god, the cops in this movie are fucking amazing because they uh, they basically bust down the door for half a half a second. He looks like Christian Bale underneath that ma- underneath that beard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the top half of his face, 
quick glance. He lo- it looked like Christian Bale for half a second. Yeah, a little uh, American Psycho era Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh-huh. they like go, freeze! And they're just about to like unload this guy. And the little girl's like, Daddy? Daddy, is that you? <laughs> it's just Daddy dressed up as Santa crawling through a window. Nothing weird about that, right? Said no one. No, of course not. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, and then they, we got some kids, uh, some teenagers out sledding. And uh, then two other kids show up and basically kink their sleds. You know, the, the mean kids. Yeah. yeah. I, I like how the one kid's like, wait, we're, we're really sledding? Yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever. Just go. <laughs> yeah. just come out here to be dicks. All right. I guess. I mean, everyone needs a hobby, Steve. Like, come on. I guess. <laughs> So yeah, first guy uh, slids down the hill, no problems. Oh man, that was fun. Second one goes down, batter up, except with an axe. Thunk, <laughs> chops his head clean off. <laughs> it it just seems it's just so random for him to just be walking around like, do I hear voices? Are those people for me to go kill? Let's do it. <laughs> um, have you never seen a Mike Myers movie? Like Cat in the Hat or I get, I, next I get oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, but <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, not, not like Halloween. The other Mike Myers. Yeah, yeah, the other Mike Myers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, the other yeah, Mike Myers. Exactly. Yeah, so Love many Guru. decapitations. Oh, yeah, in that one. so many decapitations. By the way, <laughs> there are two jokes I remember from that movie, and I use them all the time. <laughs> You're the only one who watched that movie. Uh, apparently so, because so, I'm the only one that will uh, greet somebody with Marishka Hargate. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the other one that got me was the, what is it you can't face? I'm sorry, what is it I can't face? <laughs> yes, what is it you can't face? <laughs> oh, okay. I can answer that. <laughs> no, okay. no one else saw that movie. All right. No, no one else did. I. It's been so long, and it was so Even bad. Even Drew... Didn't watch that movie, Steve. <laughs> Drew, you, you I, have no, it on I've Blu-ray, it. Though, right? I just, uh, oh, yeah, let me get right on that. I don't even think that they would, like, attempt to put that on it's, Blu-ray. It's the part of the uh, Mike Myers, you forgot he did this movie pack. <laughs> we were going to do Forgot About It month. Movies you forgot got made. <laughs> like Black Hat? Oh. Right. Remember when Chris Hemsworth was a hacker? No. <laughs> Remember when everybody thought yes. Thor was a nerd? <laughs> yeah. Directed by Michael Mann. Oh my god. It is on Blu-ray. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, I believe it. $9 on Amazon, Steve. Uh, I'm good. So, uh, what happens from here? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's in the middle of his killing spree, and uh, Sister Margaret knows where he's going to go. He's coming back to the orphanage to get revenge. <gasps> And then uh, and this time it's personal. Yeah. So they uh, they see a cop, uh, a Santa, the cops see Santa approaching the orphanage. Sandy Claus. And they just fucking unload. Clack, 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 clack. Oh shit, this is the janitor. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they killed the janitor. Nobody liked that asshole anyway. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll say it was a suicide. Yeah. <laughs> but then we have the brilliant cop who's like, is this a vacant basement? I gotta go down these stairs alone. Yeah, yeah he's like, in a, basically looked like sewers he was like crawling around in. It was like so weirdly lit. Uh, excuse me! Would you mind getting the fuck away from everything? Cat! Hey! 
attention, so I thought I would do make noise. You're not worth my attention. Be gone. <laughs> See if I call her, then she'll go the other way. Come here, dumbass Katie. Yeah, there she goes. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, cops get gets axed. He he gets the he gets the shining uh, axe. It's like almost like a the the surprise axe to the chest. <laughs> Take that, scat man. Yeah. <laughs> And then Billy, I, I don't know, he comes up out of the basement and he's in front of the orphanage. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, and then he says, fuck you, snowman. <laughs> and like chops. The, I, don't know, I don't think he says it. He's just like, fuck you, <laughs> fucking snowman time. And decapitates that thing. Yeah. And then uh, basically he just walks to the door and the kids let him in. Like, Santa's here. Santa. Right. They, they, the brother lets him inside. And the Mother Superior is all like, no, get back here. Get back here. Don't go near him. But Mother Superior, it's Santa. There is no Santa Claus. There is no Santa Claus. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> Very naughty. I feel, like, I feel like William and Ricky got the wrong set of vocabulary cards switched with the dominatrix. And that's what they learned their English with. <laughs> It's their, uh, their uh, was it speak and say cards or whatever? Yeah, they're speak and say. It's not, the cow says naughty. <laughs> the chicken says punish. The dog says bend over. What? Oh my. <laughs> the horse says silence. Anyway. <laughs> silence, knave. Uh, so yeah, so then the cops bust in, unload on Santa Claus, and yeah, Billy's dead. Roll credits, guys. What do we think of the first Silent Night, Deadly Night? All right, anyway. Phenomenal. <laughs> Great. All right, so back to part two in new footage. Oh, just like your cat, my cat is. What the fuck are you doing in there? You know what I want. As I hear, as I hear, as I hear dishes fall to the floor. Good job, cat. Well done. You're not his supervisor. Uh, so in the continuation of part two, uh, Ricky talks about, yeah, so then I had to grow up because I was just like eight or something when all this went down. But I remember it like it was yesterday. Oh, they were saying he was 12. But yeah, that kid was you know, oh, like yeah. seven. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. He, yeah, they saying he was 12 years old. He got his own family and, you know, like everything was going to be great. He could be happy now. I love my new <laughs> mom and dad. And there's no Christmas because they're the Rosenbergs. Huh? <laughs> yeah, but then, uh, oh yeah, one day, uh, yeah, he sees like the nuns walking down the street and it sends nuns him into and, like a seizure. Nuns in fucking stripper heels. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, sister. Yeah, he was having a little uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, freaking out that they were going to come get him. Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, it's legit. Like, I don't blame him. <laughs> Oh, no, I mean, I, I don't blame him either. I mean, he's freaking out for a very good reason. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sure every time he sees yeah. a Santa, too, you know? <laughs> right. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, but then we cut to, I guess, five years later or so when uh, his stepdad dies. Oh, no. Oh. That sucks. Then, uh, I don't know, he just goes wandering out in the woods one day. And uh, we see some picnickers. <gasps> mm. Oh, man. And okay, the picnic scene. This guy, he's like kind of like you know, they're he's 
making the moves on his girl. They've obviously been together for a while, but he's just kind of like, so yeah, we should, uh, you know, do something. And she's like, I, oh, what do you want to do? He's like, look, if you don't tell me you want it, then you can't have it. This guy, this guy <laughs> totally deserved yeah. to die. Well, he was pissing me. Well, off. you're saying that at this point, that's before he gets, uh, babe, what's the term? A, a little aggressive? Slightly, Slightly aggressive? aggressive? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he was he was being polite. Really? Truly? No. Yeah. And then he starts, like, smacking her around and shit. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, and, of course, Ricky's like, naughty. No means no, bro. And so uh, Eddie the Skis, he, uh, he's, he's like, I'm going to go get a beer. You better be ready when I come back or something like that. I'm like, uh, yeah, you're. To- she's totally going to sit there waiting for you. Totally. Um, and then I see he's driving a red Jeep and I'm like, you motherfucker, you're, you're a goddamn disgrace to Jeep owners. Yeah. <laughs> but she is the only grateful victim out of like anything. Because yeah. she flat out looks at her dead abuser's corpse on the ground <laughs> After it's been run over by the Jeep, and then looks at Ricky and says, Thank you. But then proceeds to walk back to the picnic. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Wait, is she going back to the picnic to grab her stuff and then walk home with a bindle or something? She's gonna get her picnic basket, guys. Come on. (laughs) Or she's finally gonna sit there and actually enjoy the meal while like gazing at his dead body and just going, like, This has been a good day. It'll be nice before the flies come. I. I deserve yeah. this. <laughs> this is for me. This is exactly what I hoped would happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I love, okay, I love when we cut back to the, you know, the shrink's office, you know, there in the psych ward, and he's just writing down red car, exclamation point, like right. drawing it on there. And I'm like, it's a Jeep, you there asshole. Was no, there was no, there was no report of these. Oh, they're going to, they're going to hear from me. Yeah. Right. Uh uh, so then, uh, then in Ricky's story, he's turned eighteen and he's becoming a dishwasher. And uh, he sees Rocco trying to, I don't know, get money that is owed him somehow. Naughty! And he starts beating the piss out of this dude, just slapping, slapping the guy around like, "Where's my money, bitch?" <laughs> I hope you don't pay me tomorrow because I enjoy beating the shit out of you too much. <laughs> I think that's a good line. I like that line a lot. Where he's like, I enjoy this far too yeah. much. But then uh, he run. Rocco's walking away, you know, with little sore knuckles and stuff. And uh, he bumps into Ricky. And Ricky's not having this. Naughty. T- <laughs> tosses his ass into some trash like, cans. Oh, a big man. <laughs> and then Drew, what Batman-esque death happens yes. to this man? Oh, Ricky grabs an umbrella, shoves it through the guy, and then pops it open on the other side. <laughs> if this doesn't happen in the new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson, I'm going to be very displeased. Right? You know what? Let him do it. Let him do it and pay homage. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So then, uh, yeah, we cut back to present day and the shrink's getting a little nervous. He starts sweating, and Ricky's like, what's the matter, Doc? <laughs> Too hot for you? Or so, I don't know, some shit like that. <laughs> and then the Doc retorts, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell me about Jennifer? Eat shit! 
And then the doc pulls out a signed fucking headshot by of Jennifer. Right? It's like, well, he's her biggest fan, obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. It's like, what kind of actress was she? Oh, by the way, okay. So we, Drew, maybe you can, maybe you know more about this. What was Jennifer's occupation? Because I'm pretty sure it was a stripper. I'm trying to remember, especially from the discussion that took place in the theater. Yeah, because he said, we haven't seen you at the club lately. Yeah, so, but I don't know if that's just, like, she frequented the club where, you know, the uh, the douchebag who's, like, playing the girl that he's out on a date with right in front of Jennifer. It, I got yeah. the vibe it was the country club, because they were, like, the rich kids, and she's, like, dating oh, the poor orphan. okay, we, I can see that. Yeah, but he needs to say it in that accent where he's like, we haven't seen you around the club lately. Mm. Right? Yeah, right? Yeah, he doesn't have a neckerchief. How do I know he's part of a country club? <laughs> This isn't Freddy from Scooby-Doo. Who is this man? <laughs> Who's this motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, basically, yeah, we get a little flashback of, like, Ricky, you know, basically getting ran over by a supermodel. No, <laughs> he's, like, on his motorcycle, and she basically knocks him over. But then, you know, she's hot, and she smiles, so he's like, all right, want to go for a ride? <laughs> And then we get some gratuitous side boob and butt shots. Yeah. (laughs) And then we get this whole thing where it's like, uh, basically, uh, Ricky busts his first nut. And he thought it was her first nut, too, but it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, So then we go to the movie theater. (laughs) And uh, there's a preview for a movie called Chaos. And it sounds like something I would watch the fuck out of. Where's this movie? Ooh, baby, you know there's a movie called Chaos that stars Jason Statham. Right? <gasps> we have to, we, we have to check it out. See, I'm sure I'm sure it's based on this movie. When is Jason Matham? <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. I believe it was in your answer there. <laughs> I love it. So apparently the Drew, director. Would you like to be part of Jason Matham? <laughs> I would love to be part of Jason Matham. Excellent. <laughs> Now, would this be movies that just feature Jason Statham or star? Well, yes, both, because... Excellent, perfect. He, he doesn't just show up in a movie and isn't the star, Drew. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Touché. Also, what character is he going to be playing? Jason Statham, like he does in every movie. <laughs> Whether it's Deckard Shaw or Chev Chelios or... Mm-hmm. Whatever he is in the one or Ghost of Mars, he's Jason Statham. Mechanic Resurrection. Oh, Ghost of Mars. <laughs> I love Ghost of I, Mars. I'm I the both, person. I both love it and kind of hate it at the same time. And I'm perfectly oh, you, fine with that. You can feel John Carpenter's soul withering away in that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, sure he's just like, I had so much idea, so many ideas. This did not go well. <laughs> This isn't what I wanted. Fuck you all. Goodbye forever. <laughs> hey, John, what do you want the uh, leader of the evil Mars zombies to be saying? I don't give a fuck. Right, okay. Print it. Guys, you can check back on episode, I don't know, like 100 or something. For that. <laughs> I'm a John Carpenter apologist. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can hear Izzy frantically try to justify Ghost of Mars. 
Not frantically. Yeah, well. I know what movie it is, Steve. All right, you say so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where were we? Oh, yeah, so at the movie theater. And there's a, like some noisy theater patrons in the back, which, by the way, are me and Izzy in the movie theater. Oh, absolutely. No fans or butts. Not quite as loud, but you can hear us. So un- um. uncre- uncredited in that crowd is actually our director for this film. Oh, was he the, the the couple in the middle there, the older couple? I, I'm wondering if he, yeah, if that was him in the back, in between, you know, our our protagonist and then the, the douchey teenagers in the back. Or maybe he could have been off to the side somewhere and you just see the back of his head. Who knows? Oh, oh or, he, or he could be the friend that doesn't speak. <laughs> I don't but know. But he, he seemed really I think young. He, yeah. he seemed a bit young, yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Oh, and then we get a, a the the hard F word uh, quoted by one of those patrons when uh, <laughs> when Ricky's going in to kiss Jenny. You're like, yeah, kiss her F, and it's like, oh, guys, guys, come on. <laughs> also, why are you calling him that? <laughs> it, well, because it's so he's dumb. I mean, it's the it's the eighties. What do you what do you want more with it? And it's like she looks at him. And she's like, well, we know that's not true. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> with with them starting the movie and he's like what is this movie about anyways oh it's about a guy who dresses up as santa claus and kills people what are you fucking what? kidding me that's and like my one character thing you know about me and it's footage from the first movie so it sure is yeah it's okay. more footage from the first movie and that's when he yeah. gets up is triggered again naughty it's a documentary about his brother what <laughs> 33 bucks Fuck you. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Ricky leaves. He kind of like storms out of there and, uh, and that's when Chip shows up and, uh, he's the, he's the douchebag from the country club, I guess, or whatever, or strip club. Who knows? <laughs> country strip club? Except country is spelled with a U and only a U. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he takes the O out of country. And... <laughs> Or he puts the O in country. <laughs> but yeah, apparently they uh, they used to date, and uh, he's I don't know, it's it's a real skeezy fucking moment. Uh, meanwhile, Ricky's in the back killing those <laughs> noisy patrons, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, Chip leaves or whatever, and uh, Ricky likes he's just there like enjoying the movie, like I'm really getting into this. Now. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Red flags. And she's like, I don't Red know, flags. You just go. <laughs> no, I like this movie. Uh. Is that what you wish of me? <laughs> wait, wait, that's Wishmaster. What is ah! happening? <laughs> uh, so then, uh, I don't know, a day or two later, I guess. Um, they're, they're just, just walking uh, down the street. Yeah, just going for a nice little daily stroll down the street. And uh, oh boy, there's Chip with the hood up on his Mustang. And oh man, it looks like he broke down. Oh, hey, Jenny. Hey, Jenny's settlement. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, basically, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is where the movie takes a turn. Yeah, this is where the movie gets good because Chip's talking shit. And, uh, of course, Ricky's standing his ground and Chip mm-hmm. continues to talk shit. So then he gets choked and basically gets jumper cables put on his tongue and he mm-hmm. cries. Until the eyeglasses he specifically put on for this scene pop. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's angry with him. I hate right? you. 
I hate you. Oh my you. god, you just killed my ex-boyfriend. Oh my god, why would and, you do that? And then he strangles her with the car antenna. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how that one worked, but... Well, I mean, I'm whatever. sure it's possible, but I mean, it's just like, wow, that's a that's a lot of force. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the best part is, immediately after that... Uh, a fucking cop that looks like Ron Howard pops up and is like, freeze! Just <laughs> like, out of nowhere. <laughs> just Johnny on the spot, basically. <laughs> Thank God I'm patrolling these only white neighborhoods. <laughs> oh, he's like the security. That explains why he didn't have a partner with him. He's just like the local security guard. At the, I mean, he, he, he might have been, been a real cop. He seemed cocky enough to be all like, I know how to use this. And then he immediately gets shot in the head. <laughs> I beat up brown people all day. I can handle this guy. Oh, Jesus. Ugh, no. <laughs> Future Steve, edit this out. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so, so yeah, he, the cop has, like, the gun drawn on him. Ricky's just like, yeah, whatever. I've seen him before. And he gets, like, so close. He's literally, like, holding the gun, like, on Ricky's nose. And Right. I, it's like, and I'm like, this guy doesn't know anything. do it. So yeah, Ricky takes the gun, uh, pops the cop in the forehead, and uh, just starts strolling down the street, popping neighbors. At at this moment, it is literally like, I imagine him in his head. He has just started the intro to Guardians of the Galaxy, where... (laughs) (laughs) Exactly! He's just dancing around, laughing maniacally to himself. What's the matter with you, pap, pap? See, yeah. I always I always picture uh, the Simpsons when Bart steals the tank. Don't stop um. thinking about tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, think, then, I think both would be acceptable. I like it. I think both yeah. are acceptable. Oh, but guys, then we get to possibly the best part of the movie. <laughs> Absolutely. This scene, I'd heard this scene quoted before yeah. and I thought it, had literally any other context nope this comes nope. out of fucking nowhere you see one of the guys just coming out with a with a garbage can because guess what guys garbage day and the guy's like what no no and he shoot he somehow shoots up but it goes through the can and then out his stomach yeah it's one of them magic bullets oh yeah no it's morgan freeman where are you in wanted get over here yeah. Garbage day. Back into the left. <laughs> <laughs> and then okay. Ooh. And then when a little girl bumps into him on her tricycle, <laughs> I'm like, yes, <laughs> do it. Excuse me, Mister. That's okay. And then she turns around. I'm like, you little girl, no. You're not like Tina Belcher learning to drive the car and hitting the only thing in the middle of the street. No, you went right up to him. (laughs) Danger. Danger. There are shots everywhere. She wasn't paying attention. She was focusing on her bike. Um, And then, yeah, he, uh, I don't know, shoots at a car. And, okay, this this stunt actually had me going, like, wow, that's pretty sweet. He sh- there's a car coming at him and he shoots at it and it like hits, you know, one of those ramps where it like goes up on its side, but there's still somebody standing there like right next to us. It's going sideways and yeah. like rolls on the top. I'm like, Oh, that stunt man. Good for him. 
I feel like that stunt didn't go the way it was planned, but Probably not. ended up being spectacular. Yeah, still ended with an explosion. Right? <laughs> uh, then the cops show up. Freeze! <laughs> and Drew had his Ricky retort. Well, he decides to try and shoot himself in the head, but he's out of bullets. <laughs> after way, he after he continues to laugh maniacally. Yeah. Yeah, when when he was shooting people, I was like, "Wait, did he just shoot six bullets?" Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, Steve, yep. Steve is the guy who counts bullets in movies. Yeah, well, especially when like, you know it's a six shooter, like the right? the like, clips you never know. But so around the uh, around the the car stunt, Steve's like, "Shit, I think he's out of bullets." Yeah. Wait, how many how many times Steve did he America. shoot the car? Because he shot the cop in the head, he shot the one neighbor, and then he <laughs> shot the other neighbor. Did he shoot the car three times? If he shot the car three times, then he's perfect and on point. Uh, he yeah. shot one of the neighbors yeah. twice, yeah. or the cop twice, because he shot the car twice. No, he, sh- he shot the first cop once. Yeah. Uh, he shot the uh, other neighbor, the first neighbor once. He shot Garbage Day. I think that was twice. That was one that was twice. Okay. Yeah, because I think I think it was like he shot twice as like one hit the can and then one hit the guy or so- in the stomach or something like that. Hmm. And then, and then, yeah, the car, I think, was twice. Guys, let's check the footage. It's on TV. I'm going to have to go back and double check that. Uh, but yeah, Ricky was, Ricky was young and stupid, so he got thrown in the clink. I guess. I don't know. Oh, that's right. So we're back in the psych ward, and he, like, you know, takes his cigarette and, like, just rubs it out on Jenny's fucking uh, headshot. And then he looks at the shrink. And the shrink was choked out with the recording tape. What? Shocking. And then he just walks the fuck out. And I assume we hear that orderly out the hall. Hey, what the fuck? Ah, ah, ah. And then and you hear another orderly who's like, oh my God, he's escaped. I know. And I'm like, what do you mean he's escaped? Is he like the prisoner that you have? You don't scream he's escaped when Ricky like leaves his cell. You scream He's escaped when, like, Hannibal Lecter has left his cell. Drew, he's at a very specific psych ward in Heber, Utah, specifically <laughs> for Killer Santas. How many people do you think are there? I could have my dreams, right. Steve. They had one job, Steve. <laughs> so then we cut to six hours later. <laughs> right? I'm like, this is where the movie should end. No. Nope. Yeah, roll credits. He comes back in part three with, with 12 minutes of new footage. No. Uh... <laughs> But instead, uh, for some reason, like, Sister Margaret's there with uh, the cops investigating the murders. And, uh... Oh, I think they called her. Because they're like, yeah, like, where do you yeah, think sure. he... Yeah, because they're so, like, yeah, Sister, thanks for coming in. Where do you think he would have gone? They said, oh, like, only... he's, been, he's been gone for six hours. And then they finally turn off that recorder. So that yeah. recorder's been looping. <laughs> right. For six hours. Well, who's going to turn it off? All the orderlies are dead. They don't know how to work those things. Right? And the cops just showed up. It's only been six hours. That's true. Res- I mean, maybe. Response time. It's only <laughs> been six hours. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but of course, yeah, Sister Margaret, she's like, well, there's only one place he would go. But Mother Superior had a stroke a number of years ago. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, he, we see Ricky. have to find her first. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. That's right. Uh, so Luckily, see... she's listed in the phone book. Right right under Mother <laughs> well, Superior. Oh, here we are. Last name Superior. All right. 
Uh, we see Ricky uh, get a Santa outfit for one of those Salvation Army guys. And uh, he calls Mother Superior. <laughs> and as I've written down, why does Mother Superior look like Baron Harkonnen from Dune? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I mean, I can understand that like a stroke may leave you a little bit enfe- you know, enfeeble. Maybe not able to move. The wheelchair definitely fits. What, what's with the face? I think they were like originally going to go for for like a, a stroke bells palsy sort of like like one side of her face is uh like like paralyzed, but Maybe, then just but that, went like yeah. oh wait we have a costume budget. <laughs> we spent on all these Santa outfits with squibs in them anyway. Right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he approaches Mother Superior's house and we hear kids scream and I'm like oh shit did you just kill a bunch of kids right. Is it like Santa, Santa? <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, Izzy pointed out why is she living upstairs in a two-story building when she's in a wheelchair and apparently lives alone. Yeah, she's got one of those like electric wheelchair like lifts. I I saw that against the wall. She was trying to get into it before he before he threw her down. Yeah, yeah. So Ricky breaks in, basically chases her up the stairs. Yeah, pushes her down. And by the way, when she was getting in that electric, we're, we're trying to get into the uh, the wheelchair lift. Did anybody else really, really, really want like a gremlin scene where she goes flying out the window? Yee-wee. Oh, of course. Especially since her house number is six six six. Yeah. This isn't the Burbs. Where are we? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, she rolls down the stairs. Uh, apparently she grabbed a knife that was at the bottom of the stairs, okay? And then she starts calling out to Richard. Richard, you're being naughty. <laughs> yeah, she grabbed the knife from the kitchen where she exited, and that's when she, yeah, starts yelling out to him. But, like, the best she has is, like, a paring knife. And yeah. he's, he's, he's wielding a freaking axe, lady. <laughs> Good luck with your sass in that fillet knife. Am I, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am your mother superior. You will take your punishment. Naughty this. Yeah, I think you're gonna die, lady. <laughs> yeah, and then the uh, the cops show up with Sister Margaret, and they just bust down the door. And uh, Sister Margaret's mother superior, mother superior, and her head falls off. Ah! If, if we've learned if anybody is sitting that still, like, their head is going to roll off. Yeah. It did okay. it in this yeah. movie. It did it in Freddy versus Jason. Come on now. Yeah, totally. And then Ricky jumps out of nowhere, and I swear to God, yells, Moo! Yeah, I think he just fucking mooed. And, Don't uh, announce your attack, Ricky. Don't announce it. It gives them time to shoot you. Yeah, <laughs> just, just ask Patrick Swayze in Red Dawn, am I right? Right. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, he gets red dawned. Cap, 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 cap. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, basically, uh, falls out the window. And, uh, I don't know. As I down, somehow Ricky and Margaret are still alive. Um, and then there's, uh, Margaret screams and there's a knife. Roll credits. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> setup for Silent Night, Deadly Night, part three. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So guys, what do we think about part two? I mean, it honestly, it's like weirdly amazing, and like <laughs> you like it's one of those you you don't know where it's gonna go. You think it's gonna zig, and it definitely zags. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. How about you, Drew? 
it's it's very over the top. It's incredibly campy in some places. I do find it both brilliant and lazy to use <laughs> footage from the original movie for nearly half of your film, which is which is why it got so many bad like initial reviews when it came out, but I mean now th- this franchise is is purely for people who are just following their cult favorites. I don't think yeah. I don't think a lot of folks are just going to like stumble upon it and go like, "Oh, let's watch this. This seems nice." <laughs> yeah, it's not like uh Hellraiser 6. Like, do I have to watch the first five? Like, don't worry, it wasn't even a Hellraiser <laughs> movie until they asked Doug Bradley to come in for a scene. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh yeah i uh i enjoyed it i'm not gonna lie like i i know it's really a cheat where it's the two movies in one but as two people who know. didn't watch the first one yeah. oh, we, we did it was the first it. half of this movie yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. we get it <laughs> yeah so yeah check it out it's on tubi i know i've said that like five or six times but uh it's free all yeah. right we're gonna take a quick quick commercial break <gasps> oh but when we come back mm-hmm. we have more beer <gasps> fun facts Ooh. And what we learned from Garbage Day! <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Ah, are you a fan of dinosaurs, snacks, dinosaurs made out of snacks, movie monsters, unicorns, cats, dogs, rats, shrimp, Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? UntidyVenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hi guys, we interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait, isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we, I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. 
You tried. I've been doing dad jokes in a lot of my classes, so the groans, the groans just kind of seep in, and it's it's kind of fun because some of the kids get it, some of the kids are not, you know, as impressed. Like today, I was like, uh, "All right, Steve, ready? Knock, knock. Who's there? Europe. You're a poo. I'm not a poo." <laughs> so like stupid shit like that. <laughs> it's like or, the uh, kid that really fucks it up with Europe. Who? Exactly. Exactly. Or the uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I can't find my Gone in sixty seven sixty seconds DVD. It was here a minute ago. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, please tell me you've worked Gone in sixty seconds into your curriculum. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, let me put it right in after Animal Farm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had a teacher who worked in uh, the 90s, like, X-Men cartoon into his lesson plan. Oh, I, I, don't could even... totally, I could totally see that. If you work on it with people being prejudiced, 100% I could see that being worked. I yeah, don't cool. even remember what the class was. It was like basically like a self-esteem class. Everybody, everybody in the entire middle school had to take it. There was only one teacher, Mr. Pankratz. And <laughs> like, yeah, it was just like we would watch X-Men and then he'd be like, how was your guys' day? <laughs> huh. Interesting. Sounds, uh, sounds like me being a teacher on five minutes notice. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus now, right? Hold on, class. I remember yep. there was like twice we had subs and they were like... So what are we doing? So we're like, we're watching episode 39. <laughs> no, but really, what are you guys doing? No, that's what we're working on. <laughs> it's like, all right, everybody, let's watch Peter Pan 1953. <laughs> uh, okay, which one of you liked it? Get the fuck out of my class right now. <laughs> Do we have any plans this week? Yeah, uh, we're going to uh, basically make a dialogue and uh, map out the hero's journey in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> Buckle up, kids. <laughs> and don't tell them about Large Marge. I had another teacher who was one of the worst teachers I had, but I remember like the third day of school is for history. He was like, I'm not allowed to show you guys Amistad because it's too disturbing. So we're just going to watch the part where they throw the slaves overboard. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then we watched that and then basically he was just like, like, this is, like, the whitest white guy in the history of white guys. And he was like, now, everybody who's Caucasian, this is your fault. Ah! <laughs> if my name isn't Chimp Huntington the Third, Pretty much. <laughs> like, I remember, like, there was a, a whole day it was like, we're going to learn about segregation. Uh, if you're white, go sit outside. Oh, that's... And That's we sat aside for the whole class period, which meant only, like, two kids were inside. And then, uh, like, at the end of class, he was like, all right, class is dismissed. You guys can go. And we were like, so uh, what was that? And he was like, you weren't allowed to learn. And it was like, you know, we traded Pokemon <laughs> cards in the hall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get I get the lesson. I think that's... Yep, I get you have it. to do I, a little I, bit more. You have to I, do a little bit yeah, more. Well, no, 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 no I understand it. In the classroom I, yeah. with the teacher and, like, the three students left. And then just sitting there like, isn't this technically segregation because <laughs> we have the separate class with the teacher you just gave them recess oh yeah apparently they just <laughs> he just pulled up like pictures on the internet of jennifer lopez's butt the whole time no wow. yeah he yeah. would print out pictures of her and like pin them to his like his, uh -uh. his like board 
So oh when gosh. did he run for mayor? This is Jeez. the one. This is the one who um, kicked me out of out of class because I was wearing my FFA uniform. Because you're supposed to wear them every Friday for being an animal murderer, and my mom had to come pick me up. Oh, okay. So, the, so, so he's the, a psycho asshole. The, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he's the one. Uh, I told you my mom waited in the parking lot next to a car for one of my teachers to talk to him with and an he, axe. Oh. He didn't show up for like two hours. <laughs> Oh, so, so he's just, a bitch ass. That's what I'm yeah, hearing. Yeah, this is this is the one. Okay. Like, <laughs> like the yard duty even came out, and like Randy was like, "You know, you can't wait for teachers." And she was like, "You gonna fight me then?" Yeah, <laughs> you want a piece of me, big boy? It's like, oh, then I guess I waited for you. You gonna bark all day, little puppy? You and Drew, fight. if you've ever met my mom, my mom is like not a fighter, but she was gonna like murder this guy. Well, it it became like mama bear syndrome. Like she was, oh, yeah. she was gunning for it. Yeah, she had two sharpened candy canes, and it was great. Go. Oh, she like straight up, she was like, "Well, it's fucking five o'clock. I gotta go home and cook dinner. I can't wait for this guy anymore." <laughs> all right, just dump this accelerant on his hood and uh oh no 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 it wasn't right, that like, like we got we got in we were driving the blazer at the time we got in the blazer and she was just like well just take this home izzy he's an asshole and he drives a saturn so he makes poor life choices. Yeah, right. <laughs> he probably bought it in the fucking mall <laughs> love he it drove a white saturn all, all right, right you guys ready <laughs> Yeah. Alright, take two. Alright, start Drew, off with the psych If you're mean to your students, my mom will beat you up. <laughs> she's like 70 now, so it'll be slower, but she still will beat you She'll up. get there eventually. <laughs> Five years down the road. I had to walk uh, from Redlands. <laughs> I heard you were giving a kid a sass. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to ha. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcast you can also find us hanging out on twitter facebook instagram pinterest and at nerdybitches.com talk to you soon hey steven izzy it's your old pal mark summers from the nickelodeon days double dare and many other shows but uh, i'm here to say everything i learned from movies is unbelievable what a great job you guys have done please tell me you don't feed twinkies to the cats and we're back Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she's adding. They get better every week. Yeah. Whew. I don't know about you, babe. I'm a little parched. I am quite thirsty. No. And quite sober. Oh, well, you got something to remedy at? <laughs> oh, oh boy, do I. We have from Wasatch Brewing, Black O' Lantern Pumpkin Stout, brewed with pumpkin and spices. 
6.66% alcohol by volume. <laughs> nice. Tastes like chocolate, pumpkin, velvety. What kind of madman would cross an imperial stout with a pumpkin ale? Our brewers, it turns out. This rich, chocolatey Franken brew is dry spiced and scary good. Boo! <laughs> or as Ricky would say, moo! Moo! <laughs> I'm gonna pop the stop. Please do. Please do! My top! Ah, my top! <laughs> it is a uh, very black beer. Light does pass through it. It has some uh, beautiful rose, uh, like rosy highlights. Yes. It has a nice khaki colored head with lots of large bubbles. Large bubbles make me happy. Dissipating Ooh. relatively quickly. It smells chocolatey. It smells like chocolate, and yeah, you can smell a little like nutmeg on there. Mm. I'm into it. Oh man, Steve's gone in for the sip. Yeah, it tastes like pumpkin pie with yeah, a little mm. uh, like. Not really chocolate, like like roasty kind of notes. Yeah. A little chocolate there too. You know what? It's kind of sweet, but it tastes like uh, pumpkin spice coffee. Mm. This is what pumpkin spice coffee tastes like, Steve. Yeah, not bad at all. Not That's bad. Wasatch at all. Brewing's Black Lantern. True. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are you drinking anything? I- I'm still sipping on my bourbon. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother drank bourbon. Drew smells like grandma's kisses. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to how, the movie. How do we get that through Skype? Must be part of the new update. I know. <laughs> you know, the one in the last three days? Anyway. so <laughs> The one that's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, right. They're updating it as we're recording. <laughs> Trust me, as soon as it stops, it's going to be like, would you like to update? No, not really, but I'm going to have to, aren't I? So, uh, before the next update, would either of you be interested in any fun facts? Are they super yes. fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. I like to think so. <laughs> All right, Drew, it sounds like you already know the Rotten Tomato score from earlier. <laughs> Any guess of the exact percentage? Oh, man. I'll give you a hint. Critics and audience are basically the same. <laughs> I want to say it's... Is it like 26%? Babe? I'm going to go with my super generous 17%. <laughs> Drew is closest, uh, 29% with the critics, oh. 28 with the audience. That does actually feel about right for this movie. Yeah, yeah and I can see the audience being mad because it's just the first one for the first half. This is bullshit. I, I think you need to like almost give like an automatic like 20% for anything that's culty and then just go from there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true, true. Oh, God, when we, we've done a few this year that have... Uh, have been single dig- digits with the audience and deserve every minute of it, every single one of it. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's that, been a few where it didn't even have a score and I still watched it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've watched quite a few with zero score. Yeah. Uh, budget uh, apparently was $100,000 since it was half a movie. Uh, I couldn't find any worldwide gross or anything, so I assume it's making its money now with Blu-ray DVD sales. I don't know. Right. I'm not even certain if this was... Was this released, or was this just a straight-to-VHS? This was never released. You've never seen this. It was delivered by free-range organic (laughs) cormorants in the night. If it was straight-to-VHS, then it would definitely not have, like, a worldwide gross. Okay, that makes sense, but... Um, <laughs> fun facts. Ricky's eyebrows move up and down 130 times. Thanks, IMDb. 
I can see it. I can see it. Uh, Eric Freeman frequently received conflicting direction from director Lee Harry and co-writer Joseph H. Early during filming. Freeman had wanted to play Ricky as more of a cold and malevolent killer, but Harry envisioned Ricky as more of a wisecracking killer along the lines of Freddy Krueger, while Earl encouraged Freeman to be as over-the-top as possible in his acting. I, I don't see the over-top. Garbage day! <laughs> Uh, the movie received unanimously poor reviews upon release due to the excessive use of footage from the first movie. Over the years, however, it has gained a cult following, mainly due to its unintentional campiness as a result of the overtop performances and poor screenplay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Uh, and in 2004, the creators of the film attempted to contact Eric Freeman so that he could be included in the audio commentary for the DVD, but yeah. were unable to find him. But since then, he finally appeared on the 2018 Screen Factory Blu-ray release commentary, as Drew said earlier. So, <laughs> sorry, I wrote, apparently wrote this stuff down months ago, <laughs> remembering it as I'm saying it. <laughs> and again, filmed in Heber in Midway, Utah. Well, at least the at least the first movie was. So I'm going to say this movie was too. <laughs> so, Drew, Izzy, what did we learn? From Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Drew was our guest. Would you like to go first? Oh, sure. So I learned that I can obviously remember things from infancy as vividly as if I were the eight-year-old boy who actually witnessed them. Psychically. Psychically linked to my brother. (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) How about you, babe? I learned that every day is garbage day! Yeah! <laughs> um, I learned if you're walking down a hallway and you hear, you know, noises in the uh, one of the other rooms, don't go looking. Hmm? <laughs> garbage day! <laughs> Take also, out the trash! Okay. Guys, I'm going to give you a little hint. If you're out on a date with somebody and you go to the movies and you know they have a history of, say, their mom being raped by Adam Sandler or something, don't take them to see an Adam Sandler movie or Killer Santa or I don't know. But does she know? Did he tell her about the Killer Santa? I don't know. I I don't think I don't think that I don't think he did. Yeah, I don't think she knew. I think she genuinely cared about him. Yeah, because his response of like, what's this movie again? Oh, it's about a guy who dresses up Santa and kills people. What? Like, he, I don't think he would have been. <laughs> oh, also, don't yell moo at the cops. Ah, yeah, that's that's probably mm. the best advice. That or using previously uh, filmed footage to make half your movie. Oh, no, always do that. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's just saving money. I know, that, that that's probably the most brilliant thing to take away from this. <laughs> always, always use. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot cheaper than retconning it like every fast and furious movie (laughs) it's true Uh, well drew thank you so much for joining us here on everything i learned from movies Um, i understand you also have a podcast oh hey yeah i do i do well uh so i am one third of the real fills podcast where myself and my friends jack and nathan every other wednesday on any podcatcher out there we bring you a brand new movie with a different genre and, uh, yeah, we just, we want to fill your ear holes, make you laugh, and probably question a few things about life. Nice. I Especially just, uh, your sexuality. Yeah. Especially. 
<laughs> Speaking of which, I just downloaded your Donnie Darko episode this morning yes. and can't wait to get to it. Excellent. And uh, where, where, where can we find you on uh, the social medias and whatnot? Ah, the socials. Well, you can uh, go on to Facebook, just search for The Real Fills Podcast. Uh, we do have an Instagram, which I periodically, and by periodically, that's a generous word for every couple of months, uh, do update. So uh, you can search for The Real Fills Podcast there or on Twitter, where I am most abundantly you know, conversing with fans and other podcasters. We are at Real Fills Pod. On the Excellent. Twitter, he's the most verbose. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Use it wisely. <laughs> <laughs> and babe, are you on social media at all? Nope. Wait, I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias. I'm on the Instagram, the Facebooks, occasionally the Twitter. Uh, I also have an Etsy shop where I sell my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com. I have a website over at izzycreates.com. I occasionally update that blog. And I even have a Patreon where, uh, that I update from time to time. Where mostly post pictures of my kitties, projects I'm working on things like that uh that is at uh untidy venus on patreon steve where can we find you oh excellent well you can find us on all the major podcatchers under everything i learned from movies or you can also hit us up on facebook instagram twitter and patreon as well at eilf movies that's everything, everything i learned from movies ah and guys, sign up for a Patreon. Well, this is middle of December, so you're probably not going to get your Christmas packages. But there's still mm-hmm. dozens of exclusive episodes, uh, early access to all our other episodes. I even throw a little fun shit in there, too. And, and then, yeah, when the holidays roll around, you get cool shit. Just yeah. ask Drew. He hasn't it's received true. his yet. but <laughs> It's true, but I'm, ex- I'm always excited for stuff from Steve and Izzy. Oh, wait till you get this year's batch. <laughs> oh, oh, we have outdone ourselves. <laughs> I, I have currently come to the point, Steve, where now I am buying two more bookshelves because I am out of room for my movies. Oh, nice. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. This weekend, there's a sale going on at our used DVD place with the mystery <laughs> boxes. So yes. keep an eye out. You know what? You know what? I'm just going to send you a check. <laughs> and it's going to be for the amount of like four boxes plus shipping. <laughs> Yeah, plus shipping makes them almost retail, so. <laughs> Drew, I am going to suggest uh, the way we got our, we, we're getting our DVD collection under control uh, down from theoretically our entire house worth of bookcases. Uh, we got the DVD, like, folders. So we have oh, a few see. of the, like, we yeah. have a few of the, like, collector's boxes that, you know, we're keeping and putting out. Like, the sets, it's just easier to keep them together in their boxes. But so many of them you put in the DVD cases. Steve is an Excel expert and has made a whole Google Doc. So we know, like, which binder and which page they go on. Mm. So we can, like, pull up the Google Sheets on our phones, find exactly where the movie is. And we got it down to, like, legitimately, like, half a bookcase. I I do like that idea, but also, I don't know, having them, like, in front of me and I can see them, it's... I don't know. It's it's comforting to me to kind of see. Oh, I get it. It's it's like physical books. I just oh, bought yeah. two bookcases for my physical books. I mean, I mean, eventually, I do want to have like kind of that same kind of like mechanical uh, laundromat kind of like 
<laughs> monorail <laughs> roller coaster thing. And I'm like, okay, I need yes. A39-J. And it's just going to... Yes. The sushi so, sushi boat conveyor. Oh, I but love the idea. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, pro tips, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we got what? Probably 1,500 DVDs in six oh, cases. He's... Uh, Le- like they're 400 in each case so yeah like 3,000 dvds okay because we like have like six or seven cases. seven or eight yeah 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 it's a lot but, yeah, uh, I, but yeah i got three got... right now we're gonna go to five <laughs> <laughs> nice well yeah on that note uh, i guess until next time i'm steve and i'm izzy and i'm drew and this is everything, everything i learned from movies. movies have a good night everybody Garbage day! <laughs> <laughs>